Let's say you just finished making a hot new Rails application and you want to show it to the world. But before you do that, you want to run it through a beta stage uh, to work all the bugs out. Well, one way to do a simple private beta is just to put it behind a HTTP basic authentication with just a global password and share that password with a few friends. Uh, I show you how to do that in episode 82, but we're not going to do that here. Let's say we want to make something a little fancier, like an invitation system, where when someone logs into our site, they have the ability to send an invitation to a friend. And they just type in the email address, and then they have a limited number of invitations, so they can only send a certain amount. And when the person receives that invitation, they can have a link where they can click uh, to sign up on our site. Now to start off, I'm going to assume that you have an authentication system already built into your site, where most of your application is behind some kind of authentication where users can come in and sign up or log in. And I already have that built into here, so let's see how we can add on an invitation system to this. Now whenever I'm trying to think of how to implement something, I always look for forms. And remember when we had that invitation system, we had a form for submitting an invitation. So that's a good sign that we'll need an invitation resource uh, to handle that along with a model to back it. Okay, to start off, we'll generate that invitation resource in our script generator. And I'm going to use the nifty, nifty scaffold generator that I made. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes to it. This will just generate a model and controller for us called invitation. And uh, what are the fields? We want it to have a sender ID column, which is an integer, because this will uh, reference the actual user who's sending the invitation. And we want a recipient email address. And we'll have a token, which will be the unique random identifier so that we can track this invitation when the user goes in and registers. And it'll also have a sent at field so that we can keep track of when the actual invitation email was sent out. And then we can also specify here the, the actual actions we want on our controller. And here I just want the new and create actions, so I just have to specify new here, which will generate those on our invitations controller, because that's really all we're doing on invitations. Now we also need to add a couple things to our user model, a couple columns here. Um, let's say add invitation to users. And the first thing here is a, um, an invitation ID column. So that way we can keep track of what invitation the user came from and was created from. Um, and the other thing is an invitation limit column. And this can just be the number of invitations the user has left to, uh, to spend. And once we do that, we can just migrate the database to add those to uh, to migrations. Okay, now let's set up the associations for the invitation. Uh, for this, I'm just going to paste in some code. And this is kind of interesting here because we have a both a sender, the user who's sending the invitation, and a recipient who's receiving the invitation and when they come and sign up. So it belongs to a sender, and we have to specify the class name here because it can't be determined from the association name. Now we have to set up the associations in our user model as well. Um, there's already a lot of code here, but we'll just be focusing on little bits and pieces here and there, so try not to get overwhelmed. I'll just paste in some code here, and this is just, again, kind of an interesting type of association because it relates to invitations in two different ways. One way is it has many send invitations. If you're a user, you send multiple invitations, 
and here we have to specify some details for that as well. And it belongs to an invitation for when it comes to the site and registers based on an invitation that is the one that it is assigned to. And remember, we set that invitation ID column, uh, which will be based on that. And we'll set that when they register a little later on. Now, while we're in the user model, I need to set one more thing. And that is, remember that invitation limit column that we set in our migrations? That determines how many invitations the user has remaining to send. And we want to start off with, let's say, five invitations when the user registers. So let's set a before create filter here callback, and then um, let's say set invitation limit. Let's make a private method down here to do that. All right, and in here we just want to set invitation limit to, uh, let's say, five. Okay, now let's see if that works. When I sign up here, let's see if it creates a user account with that invitation limit. So it looks like we signed up successfully. And then if we check our SQL query here in the log file, this is where we created that user uh, account. And we can see that the invitation column is set to five. So that successfully set through that callback. Okay, now let's start implementing the actual invitation functionality. Uh, on this site, we want a link here on the sidebar saying send an invitation and um, saying how many we have left. So let's make that. Okay, so here's that partial which renders that sidebar. We want to add an if condition here saying that if we have some invitations available that we want to uh, display that link. So if we can say current user dot invitation limit is greater than zero, then we want to um, display a link to send an invitation. And then that will go to the new invitations path because remember we set up a controller as well. And then we want to say how many invitations we have left. Let's pretty this up a little bit. Um, and that is just the same as this up here, the invitation limit. There we go. And when we reload here, we can see that that works. And now it says send an invitation, and we have five left. Now this new invitation form obviously needs some cleaning up, so uh, let's do that. So a lot of these form fields we don't really need uh, in this invitation form. We just want to have the recipient email address that the user fills in, and the rest of it will just generate automatically. So let's just not delete quite that much. Um, just leave the recipient email, and we can say something better like friend's email address. There we go. We can say invite. And when we reload the page here, um, looks better. Great. Now before we actually create an invitation, uh, let's set up a few things in our invitations controller here. Uh, when our invitation is successfully created, uh, let's just say thank you invitation sent. And then for the flash message. And then when we redirect, let's just redirect to the project's URL, which is basically the user's homepage. And then um, I think that's it for here. Now while we're at it, let's set up our invitation model as well. I'm just going to paste in some code here into here. And it is quite a bit of code, but I'll walk you through it. It's really just basically validations 
and callbacks, and these are just the methods uh, uh, to support them. So we want to make, make sure that there is a recipient email. You might want to make sure the format is correct too, and that make sure that the recipient is not already registered, because if they are, we don't want to bother sending them an invitation. And then um, that the sender actually has invitations uh, to give, that their limit is greater than zero down here. And then before we create an invitation, we want to make sure that we generate the token, so it's a random unique identifier. Uh, for this, I'm just using a, a, a random SHA here. And then we also want to uh, decrement the sender's count, their, their limit. So this right here just uh, lowers their invitation limit by one because they sent a uh, invitation. All right, now on our invitation page, let's just try uh, generating an invitation. And create it. It said successfully sent. Um, it still says five left for some reason. Let's see why. Taking a look at our log file, that's usually the first place I go to, to debug problems here. Um, we can see that this is where our invitation is getting uh, recorded into the database. And we can take a look at the fields here. And it looks like our sender ID is null. It's not getting set. So we need to, uh, to, to set that up, link that up somehow. Now I can see our problem here in the controller. Um, our invitations controller, I forgot to set our sender to the current user. So we can just set sender to our current user object, which is the user which is currently logged in. Okay, now let's try this again. Let's send an invitation again. And then it looks like it works. It sent it, and now it says uh, four left. So now we need to focus on actually sending an email with a URL that they can click and register through that. So in our invitation email, we want a link back to our signup page, and we also want to include that invitation token that we generated um, in that link. So let's just change our signup route right here, and it goes to the user's new action. And what I wanted to do is include signup also and um, the invitation token. And this is a variable, so that's why it starts with a colon. And that way we can include the token in a pretty URL, in a sense, uh, inside the email. And now for actually the sending of the email. Um, I show you in episode 61 how to do this in detail, but I'll just show you briefly here. So what we need to do is generate a mailer. So we can do a script generate a mailer, and I'm just going to call it mailer into here. And I want it to have one uh, invitation action, in a sense, one kind of email. So this is what that um, generator generated for us, and I'm going to just clean this up a little bit. The subject, we want to say invitation. Our recipients is that invitations uh, recipient URL. Uh, actually, recipient email, not URL. And we'll need to pass in our invitation object into uh, this method so we have access to it. Uh, from, that can just be anything you want. And sent at, um, I don't think you need to fill that in if it's the current time. I'm not sure. Okay, in our body, this is the objects that we want to pass into our template. And we want to pass in our invitation object. And uh, let's just do that for now. Okay, and here's that invitation template to generate the email. And um, let's just say you are invited to join our beta and then just put the URL down here. 
Now URLs inside of emails are a little bit tricky because you can't just say um, sign up URL here because you don't have access to this method. But even if you did, uh, you don't really have the context of the current request inside of a mailer, nor should you, because you might need to send mailings outside of um, a, a request object. So what we can do here is actually just pass our signup URL as a variable into this template. So back in our invitation uh, method here in our mailer, um, we could just pass in our signup URL into here, then pass it along into our um, our template. And then in our template object, just uh, it's just going to be an instance variable, so you can just access it directly and just output it like that. And inside of our invitations controller is where we actually need to um, send the email. So we can say uh, our mailer just to deliver invitation. And we need to pass in our invitation object into here along with the URL. So our signup URL can be um, the invitations token. We need to pass that in so that it applies that to the, uh, the route. And that's it for here. And there's one more thing inside of our mailer that I forgot to change. And that is that um, when we're sending our email, we need to specify the sent at a column in our invitation. So remember I added that a column called sent at, and we uh, should assign it into here. So we could just say the current time. So now when we actually send the email for an invitation, it updates that column. Okay, now back in our application, let's uh, just try out, try this out and see if it works. Um, let's just send an invitation again. And we get an, a problem. Um, update attribute. I must have spelled it wrong. And yep, I did updated attributes. That's not right. Remove that D. There we go. So now we can try uh, reloading here. And that looks like it worked. It does say two left because it actually counted as sending it two times because um, that error there. Now if we take a look at our development log, we can see that the actual email was sent and it outputs the whole entire message here so we can see if it looks correct and it does. Um, let's try going to this URL. I paste that in here and it goes to the signup page uh, just like we expect. Now I haven't actually done anything with the registration page yet and doesn't know how to link up this invitation token to the current user and it also needs to restrict it so that only people can only sign up if they have an invitation token, a valid invitation. So here in our user model is really where a lot of the logic belongs. Um, somehow we're going to translate our token, our invitation token, to an actual invitation. And I'm going to do that here uh, through um, a virtual attribute. So let's just make a getter and setter method here um, called invitation token. And I first um, explain uh, virtual attributes in episode 16 if you want to check that out. Anyway, this is a getter method, so we're just going to return the invitation's token if we have an invitation. And we also want um, a setter method where we create or set our invitation model based on um, the um, invitation with that token. There we go. 
So now um, we can just set these as attributes in our user model and just pass them along and it will properly translate it to the actual invitation object and set up the association for us. And there's also one more thing we have to do here. Notice this attribute accessible. Uh, this is just to restrict exactly what um, attributes we can assign to the user model when we submit the form uh, through mass assignment. And here, whenever you create a new field that basically you need to put inside of your registration form, you need to add a new add that attribute into here. And so we can say our invitation token into here. That way we'll be able to set this uh, through the form. And while we're in here, let's just set up a quick validation in here uh, just to make sure that we have an invitation and um, set up a message just so it's a little clearer. Just say our invitation is required. That's the message that will come up if someone tries to register without actually specifying uh, the invitation. Okay, inside of our user's controller here is where we can pass in our invitation token. So we just want to assign it. Um, it's just a parameter with the same name and that way it just assigns it directly to the user model when it creates it and we'll need to pass that along in our form as well but before I get it to that um, let's just get a little fancy here and assign our users email to um, the, the actual tokens email so the actual um, invitations email excuse me the recipient email if we have an invitation okay so inside of our registration form or sign up form this is where we can pass our um, invitation token along um, using a hidden field so just say hidden field and then just say token or actually invitation token and that's all that's needed because invitation token is an attribute of the user model and so it'll read that attribute and actually just pass it along um, as needed okay so now when we go to that same URL again uh, just look at that it goes to the signup page and automatically fills in our email address to the one that the recipients email for the invitation pretty cool and if we go to an invalid um, invitation doesn't set that up if we try to sign up it'll give us an error well a lot of them but one of them is called invalid in invitation is required so that ensures that um, no one can sign up without an invitation making this basically a private site um, unless someone sends them an email there's one more edge case I thought of and that is what if someone shares their URL their invitation URL with more, multiple people well currently nothing is restricting multiple users from registering from a single invitation so we should probably restrict that and we can do that with a simple validation just a validates uniqueness of um, the invitation ID so that way we ensure that um, that no one else can basically sign up for a given invitation it's only unique for one per account I know this episode is getting a little bit long but I want to just show you one more feature that's really easy to add with this invitation system now let's say on our home page here that we want to add an email field down below where the users can basically sign up for the the beta um, and get in line so that at any time we as the site owners could just send out maybe 100 emails of um, when we're ready to accept more um, people into our, our beta and then that way we're basically creating invitations um, where 
they don't have a sender, they're just kind of anonymous. Okay, so here's that homepage template, and what I want to do here is just add a form with an email field. I'll just paste that in. And so this creates a form for creating a new invitation. So this will go to that invitations controller create action, the same one it does for when our users create an invitation. And we just type in the recipient email and um, just a simple form. So this is that invitations controller create action that the, uh, the form goes to. So we need to modify this slightly so that it um, handles uh, cases differently if the user is logged in or not. So if the user is logged in, then we want to behave that way, the way we did before. If the user is not logged in, then they're basically sending an invitation from our home page, and we can behave differently. So we could basically just um, go back to maybe the root URL, and then say something differently here, like, we will notify you when we are ready. There we go. So now let's try this out. Um, let's just type in an email address. And when we submit the form, it just takes us back here and says they will notify us when um, they're ready to accept more users to participate in the beta. So this way we can get a whole list of email addresses uh, like we couldn't before. And when we're ready to accept more um, beta users, we just have to look at that list and maybe set up a break task to email to the next 100 or so in line that don't have a sender ID, so they basically um, created their invitation through here. And it just will send it all to them and they get their own little token which they can register with. Pretty cool. This episode is sponsored in part by GitHub. One of the best ways to improve yourself as a programmer is to collaborate with others, share your code, and read other code. In my opinion, GitHub is the best way to do that. Check them out at github.com and share your code. Also sponsored by Pragmatic Screencasts. They offer high-quality screencasts on a variety of subjects, including Ruby and Rails. Check them out at pragmatic.tv.